This podcast contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. For details on specific content warnings, please refer to our show notes. Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to play tabletop role-playing games. I am your host, Derek. I'm Megan. I'm here. I, I'm from podcasts. <laughs> and also from a closet again. Yep. I'm from podcasts closet. Oh no, lit class. Is, is Oh No Lit Class the closet of podcasts? Yes. Okay. Nailed it. All right, hello, I'm I'm Paris, also from Terrible Book Club. And joining us for this game session, we have two wonderful guests that I'm going to give a chance to plug themselves. Hey there, I'm Russ Moore, and I'm from Dungeons & Dragons, Facing Fate and DM to GM. Happy to be here with you, everybody. Hey, everyone, this is Sean. I'm also with uh, DM to GM with Russ. I'm also from Alba Salix, uh, The End of Time and Other Bothers, and Civilized, and the Fable and Folly Network. And for this session, we're taking a break from our normal shenanigans and fiasco to do a one-shot with a game called To Hell With You from Erica Chappelle. Not going to read into the full rulebook, but basically it's a two-page or a one-page RPG that has all of us as barbarians strapped to a wheel of death, telling of our various feats and accomplishments to basically absorb the power of the other barbarians to then slay the evil wizard. As you do. <laughs> yeah. This is strictly a GMless system, a full improv storytelling type game. But uh, instead of the collaborative stories that we try to do with Fiasco, we are all out for blood on this one against each other. Uh, so with that, let's go ahead and introduce our characters. Hey there, Future Derek hopping in with a quick rules breakdown, as I forgot to mention it in the episode. How this game normally works, for each feat of strength the warrior tells, the wheel is sped up. For those rolling equal to or higher than the speed of the wheel, they survive and move on to the next round, with a plus one on their rolls. As other warriors hijack the story from each other, via a badass one-liner that was judged by the other people on the wheel, they also get an additional die to roll, taking the higher result. When one warrior is left, their points are added up for a final outcome. As we generally break most of the rules of any game we play, this one was no different. Wanting to make it a little easier to play over voice chat and a bit more competitive, we did away with the points affecting roles until one person was left. If a badass one-liner was judged as good enough, the player still got a second die to roll. Either way, whoever gets the lowest roll is out of the game. Now that those rules are out of the way, let's get back to the episode. I am playing as the barbarian Draxnar who is in a cheetah print toga and just the boots of a suit of armor. Oh, God, I didn't think about what they look like. <laughs> oh, I'm still in the barbarian name generator, just to be clear, just pressing this button and hoping for the best. My barbarian is named Gert Slapchop, and um, they've got a big mohawk and... I don't know, like a, a big gator skin 
toga over their rippling barbarian muscles. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> Great. You know what? I'm gonna be Forg Hogs because that just came up. <laughs> this is fantastic. Forg Hog. That's me. It's so exciting to be Forg Hog. Um, Who wouldn't want to be Forg Hog? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, easy to say, fun to remember. Forg Hog. That's, that's actually my tagline <laughs> as a barbarian. <laughs> Forg Hog. Alright, Forg Hog's a little, uh, he's a little different. He's a, instead of, you know, your, your animal skins and your, your metal accoutrement, he's got this, this cape of multicolored bird feathers. You know, he's just, he's turning a new page in barbarian fashion. Uh, that's, that's Forg Hog. I will be playing Dirk Doomthrust. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Now, now, Dirk here, he's, he's taken over for the Doomthrust. Uh, see, see his, 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 his dad, King Doomthrust, he's been trying to push him into the barbarian lifestyle a lot more recently, but uh, I've been pumping those uh, stones, uh, making him feel uh, real good. Uh, I, I've, I've been out on many adventures, and they, no, they don't usually end well, but we'll see how today goes. I don't think I... Everything that I wear used to be my dad's, so it's a little bit big on me. It's a little baggy. <laughs> Tend to lose things a lot. Hi, Derek. It's Stan. We play online together, you know. Hey, Stan. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Doom thrust. <laughs> sorry. Shh. Mom's not supposed to know. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just wearing my three-day-old Akira t-shirt. Um, my pants and underwear might also be three-day-old. I don't talk about that. Uh, you know, I don't see a lot of daylight, but let me tell you, I got a killer PS4 face in battle. <laughs> It's just Dan. I don't. I don't have a handle. I find handles sort of restricting, you know, and, and it's sort of mm. part of the class system, really. I think, like, really, it's you know, we should address the underlying issues of society. But uh, yes, yeah, just Dan. Stan, we're not going to get into your to your all your, your political geopolitical garbage here. We 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 told you in the last raid that this wasn't going to go well. <laughs> And Charles was not able to join, so we have taken it upon ourselves to bring in one of his past characters, and that is DJ Calypso. Didn't we agree that it was his birthday, so we sacrificed him? Uh, you sacrificed him last episode to bring me back. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we, we done did that. Right, right. Because <laughs> we killed you, then we had to sacrifice Charles. Hmm. Megan, our numbers are coming up. I, yeah. It's, it's not looking good for us. But uh, basically, the way that DJ Calypso looks, it is, uh, you know what, I will post it in our Discord. The link will be down in the show notes. Come to our Discord and you will see our wonderful host, Charles, as a Lord Farquaad. Oh, I'm terrified. You don't, oh. you know, he, what did I say? They look like a drunk medieval Weird Al. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, I love Weird Al, so drunk medieval Weird Al actually sounds great to me. All of our barbarians find themselves strapped to the stone wheel covered in spikes. Imagine the uh, Wheel of Fortune wheel, but less color, other than the few speckles of blood. And as we wake up with the torches just flickering along these hewn stone walls, we see a dark-robed figure. I have an important question. Is Vanna White there? Yes, of course she is. She is a barbarian Vanna White, and she's awesome. Excellent. 
Vanna White is the Valkyrie of mythological legend who had originally supposedly <laughs> struck down this dark, evil robed wizard. Good to know. All right, continue. So the wizard steps forward from the shadows and looks upon all the barbarians strapped to this wheel of pain. Ah, you fools. You thought you could overthrow the McMasterson castle, but we all know that your powers will never match mine. Um, sorry, 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 just quick. Uh, I thought it would be our avatar on the wheel. I'm a little confused. My dad said that I wouldn't have to be here for this. Did, did, oh, I'm gonna have to talk to him after this. Oh, sorry, continue. Continue. Don't worry, the avatars will come in later. Like, this is probably just where we plug in, you okay. know? Okay. Like, I'm just feeling a little like this is us that are gonna die. You know, I thought this was a game. My dad warned me about this. It's gonna be fine. Just, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna survive Gert this. has question. Can Gert be placed on different wheel? <laughs> Gert's very loud. Gert would like to be placed on less annoying wheel. Is there a, is there a choice for two wheels? Well, everyone but us, uh, you know, uh, Dirk, is, are actually, like, muscled and, like, big and, like, you know, fighters. Um, oh, thanks for noticing. I've been pumping pumping the rocks. Look! Look! So many muscles! Not you. Gert. Gert appreciates you noticing. Gert has been working the delts. Uh, oh, yeah, very nice delts. Yeah, the, the delta region? Oh, you mean your muscles! Oh, yeah, oh, they're big. Mm. Um... Mm. Oh. Gert sees you checking out what Gert's been working with. I feel like I'm blushing. You signed up for this beta. You knew what you were getting into if you had read the terms of service agreement. Nobody reads those. You just hit accept. Everyone knows that. That's how they get you. Don't put anything in there. Shit, I knew I should have read them. And with that, McBatcherson pulls a lever on the nearby wall and the wheel begins to spin. I get dizzy. Oh, this makes my cloak look so cool. Gert appreciates your color coordination. Thank you, Gert. And as the wheel spins, all of the barbarians and warriors steal their resolve as they share stories to remind them of past strengths that they can then hang on to the wheel with. And starting out, we have DJ Calypso, scrawny arms, Bobbed haircut, almost looking like a medieval Karen, <laughs> trying to hang on to the wheel. And as he begins to tell his story, he just says, Well, I, 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 I once rode a horse. And it doesn't even take the entire round. Within one revolution, he is flung off of the wheel, burst into blood as he smashes into some nearby spikes. And the power from him albeit minuscule, is absorbed into the other warriors. Whoa. Uh... Whoa. Oh, wow, wow. I, 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 I don't do drugs. It feels like a drug. Those graphics are totally real. <laughs> That's not an avatar. That was a person. Mm, person is a bit of a strong word for that. They didn't say anything during our beginning banter, so it leads me to believe that they were a plant. <laughs> Masterson just shrugs, admitting defeat with that statement. It's true, they could be tricking us to try to make us hate each other oh. on the wheel. We gotta band together, that's all I'm saying. You know, I'm, I'm next in line for king. That's, whew. We gotta bring our people together and take over this wheel. Wait, you're a prince? Yeah, sure, yeah. Gert already hates most of you. Can you do that muscle flex thing again, Gert? I, I really liked that. Gert slap chop. Oh, oh, 
Oh, I think... Oh, oh. And as Gert speaks up, I think that, uh, Megan, let's go ahead and have you start the round. Gert once traveled this great land astride not merely a horse, but a mighty gator. The gator that you now see adorned across Gert's mighty throbbing pecs. I, Gert rode the gator across the flaming swamps of Florida <laughs> with its gaseous flames reaching up towards the sky, bellowing mightily. And though the creature thrust its its scales and and flattened and its mighty jaws clashed every which direction. Gert did not yield until the beast had tired itself, and it made Gert feel a little funny on the inside. Gert's not afraid to admit that. Gert is very in touch with its with his feelings. It's making me feel funny, all this thrusting and yielding for some reason. <laughs> it's like it's like I was seeing a different story, Gert, and and I was the crocodile. No, wait, I was you and you were the croc. Which one was thrusting again? I'm confused by your story. Oh, I'm a little... But, uh, yeah, I, that's all I got. Gert would not so much call that a story as a brief moment of uncomfortable awakening that just made everyone else here on the wheel, I don't know, maybe a little bit intrigued, but mostly just a bit sad for you. Draxnor would want to hear more. But more about how I slew the gator that, as I said, is currently across my aforementioned rippling pecs. Because because that I, I would I tore its jaws open. This is really how the, the rest of that story goes. I tore its jaws open, and then I carefully separated its skin from its bone, let the hide dry out naturally. And then, you know, I got out my sewing kit and I very carefully, you know, I you know, used, used my not inconsiderable sewing prowess, measured carefully, you know what they say, measure twice, cut once, and crafted this beautiful toga that you see before you. With the end of Gert's story, the wheel speeds up a bit more and Draxnar scoffs. Ha, you fought a gator. When I once went to the African safari, I managed to silently stalk a deadly creature through the savannah, and it just so happened to be a cheetah. Not the cheetah that I am wearing, you see. This was just a normal cheetah that I happened to murder on the way there. This cheetah... I grabbed by the tail, swung it over my head like so, and he's not making any real motions because his hands are tied to the wheel. He's trying to hang on. And I swung it over my head like so, and when I slammed it into the ground, into that grassy underbrush, all of his spots flew off. That is just how strong Draxnar is. And with that, the wheel speeds up a little bit more. Sure. Well, we're talking about the creation of our fabulous garments. Uh, Gerd, you're a, apparently quite the sewer. Gerd dabbles. Uh, so this cloak, well, you two killed all the animals that made your clothes. I 
convinced an entire village of Amazons to handpick each of these feathers and construct this cloak for me. And they did it. With my indomitable sexual prowess, I guess. <laughs> Gert want details. It's a little hard to produce details about that while we're spinning on a wheel of death. <laughs> Sounds like you're a good people person. You should consider a career in HR. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This place sure needs one, huh? This well, fucking yeah. castle. I would have been nice if someone double-checked Wheel of Death and didn't just hide it in the small print. Yeah, more. we need improved consent forms in yeah. this place, in this castle. It's just not good. But uh, yeah, it's really too bad that this beautiful cloak with all these wonderful memories is going to just die with me on this wheel. You know, it, your story of uh, how you influenced them with your sexual prowess reminds me of a time when I was uh, put before the town council and had to convince them of the need to switch from one ply to two ply. Let me tell you, the cost economics of it were a bit rough at first, but in the end, they realized that they would use less total toilet paper with the two-ply, and their hands would be cleaner to go eat all of these animals that all the other barbarians were bringing back. So in turn... Dirk, tell them about the equation you built in the Excel spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. Well, it was like you have to go in and you have to do the equal sign, ah. and then you click over to uh, number of wipes column, and then amount on hand column, multiplied by a factor of all the people that were eating animals and pooping a lot. It's at least a hundred. You're, you're mentioning spreadsheets. Gert remembers the time when I, when Gert spread the sheets of the beautiful Amazonian oh, maidens oh of the far reaches of the island of Gallimanthar. Why? Gert was there for 12 fortnights oh. of oh beautiful, gregarious lovemaking. Can I go to the bathroom for a minute? You know, we could build a spreadsheet to see how many transmitted diseases you picked up while going there. Anyways, long story short, we use much better toilet paper now. I think that was the, the gist of my story here. But we'll talk about your, your, your venereal diseases later there, Gert. They are bountiful and strong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stan, we need a story from uh, from you to finish up the round. I, I really haven't done a lot in the world. I feel like I'm so young still. Um, uh, oh, uh, I got one, I got one, I got one. Uh, so last week, uh, we went to the beach, you know, uh, the Louisiana beach, and, and I wore a mask. <laughs> To the beach like i was the only one like i was it it was just me and all these people wanted to beat me up and and they chased me for miles uh screaming at me the whole time uh but i kept the mask on i never took it off and and i i finally got home i had to hike through the the the, the bayou and avoid all the alligators and uh yeah that that was my story Truly, Stan is the hero all of us need. All the points to Stan! Oh, thank you. That was very nice of you. And with that, the wheel continues to spin faster and faster with all of these stories and our hero's attempt to hang on. Uh, so, 
Draxnar rolled a six. Stan rolled a two. Dirk Doomthrush rolled a six. And Forgog rolled a one. So, Paris, as the wheel begins to spin, you start to lose your grip. Someone take my cape and make it cool still! I lose my grip, fly off the wheel, and it land into a pool full of horrible mythical creatures that eat me alive. And the wheel starts to slow back down. If Master Sin looks over the group of warriors that are still left, not too impressive, I have to admit, but you have survived this round. So let's go for another one. And he pulls the lever again. The wheel begins to spin. As the wheel spins, Draxnar flexes his oddly oiled the amount of glistening oil across these biceps is shocking and terrifying at the same time. But he flexes those biceps as he steals his grip. Draxnar is reminded the last time he went for a second round. And that was when I decided to be a pirate. <laughs> He's gonna, I, li- I like how Draxnar is getting into characters he remembers his past. <laughs> as, I re- as I had mentioned, I had been in a past life as a pirate. This is my second lifetime as a pirate. And I, and I was the captain of my own ship. Unfortunately, Draxnar did not have a crew to send ship, so I had to do everything. I had to hoist every sail. I had to drop every anchor. I had to hoist every anchor if I wanted to do anything other than just dropping the anchors. But I came across the most renowned pirate and his fleet that anyone at the seas had ever seen. I don't remember his name. He was just known for his flag. It had a Pikachu on it for some reason. I'm not really sure. It was electrifying, though I can say as much. And as his crew tried to board my ship, I single-handedly fought every one of them with a swordfish. What happened? Don't stop there! Gert thinks it sounds like they got to the point. I would like to say that the ghost of Forghog is like just, just sitting there, just watching this happen. Just really entertained. And so as I fought this pirate ship, (laughs) I managed to fight off all the crew members before I had Lord Pirate Pikachu in front of me. And as I thrust with this swordfish, yelling on God, it stabbed him in the chest, dove off the ship, and then proceeded to swim away with him still attached. Some say Lord Pirate Pikachu is still out there, but Draxnar knows the truth. What's the, what's the truth? Yeah, what's the truth? Oh. What's the secret of all pirates? Oh, he got he, he got married to that swordfish. They were madly in love. Oh, cool. That's a sweet ending. Yeah. Romance story. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Bird like a happy yeah. ending. Yeah. The ghost of Forkhog says that sounds like <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Does anybody else see that ghost every time we fly past that selkie pool? I keep hearing something. I've closed my eyes because I'm just, I'm just trying not to throw up. <laughs> and is anybody else covered in feathers? <laughs> it reminds me of a time this whole not throwing up thing of when when my dad, he handed me the sword and said, take out this one big boar. It was a big boar. It had tusks. It was snorting. They had it cornered. And I said, I can't do it. Dark, I think you're, I think you're referring to last Christmas when your dad made you take out the, the leftover ham in the trash and you vomited. We all know the story. It was just so bad. I just, 
I tried to convince them to go with Tofurky that year, but no, they wanted the spiral ham with the sugar glaze. Yeah. Stuffed with something that you stuff inside a ham. I don't even know. It's not strange that you take a sword out to take the recycling out. It's okay. It, I, it's scary out there. I like to hold it at at least a four foot distance, but the upper body strength is just not there yet. It may never be there. <laughs> We're not gonna make it. This is the end of us, I think, Dark. I still feel like the avatars get plugged in as soon as you get flung. So maybe Forghog is just like digitally here, right, Forghog? I am spectrally here, yes. See, spectrally, digitally, very much the same thing. <laughs> just a pixelated Forghog off over the pool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. This story bores Gert Slapchop. You need to know how to be strong, how to never give up, how to conquer. Like the time I conquered nature itself. There was the time when Gert was staying in a small village at the base of a volcano called Mount Vulcanus because the people in that village were not terribly creative. And one day, Mount Vulcanus erupted, spewing gouts of molten lava and ash into the air. And everyone in the village was like, oh no, we're going to die now because there's lava everywhere. And I went, shut up, because their tiny voices annoyed me. It was like the squeals of hundreds of irritating little hummingbird creatures. They me, 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 me. And so I went to silence your tiny mewling voices. Gert will save you. And I went out to the volcano and I tore up the earth around it to block off the lava. And when that didn't seem like it would be enough, I held back the molten lava with my bare arms. By which I mean the large arms of bears that I torn off from the bodies of bears and that I stacked up to keep the lava at bay from from uh, engulfing the village and and I did I built up a massive dam made of the arms of bears and everyone in the village was so grateful that they built a statue of me out of pure gold and to this day they named the village Slap Chop Village in my honor. And that is what it means to look disaster in the face and say, Fuck you, I'm Gert Slap Chop. I was trying to arrange a, a, a treaty with Slap Chop Village. I love their tagline, you're gonna love my nuts. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Traxna had been there once. The leader of uh, uh, Chieftain Vince. He was a little shady at times. <laughs> I'm s yes, he did go. He did go to prison for some time. It's true. I'm so conflicted because I like animals, but I I can't help but admire your stories. Oh boy. Well, I have a terrible story to tell. Um, see, I, I I still live with my mother, um, but I have my own place in the basement, you see. But, you know, I go upstairs to have dinner because she cooks and she was making pierogies, but they were pizza pierogies. But what she didn't know is it's really fake. It says pizza pierogi on the box, but really what it is is a pizza pocket. 
It's a pizza pocket. It's just with potato. And so she just made them normally in the microwave thinking it's pierogies. But see, I know the secret to pizza pockets. It's my one superpower. I know that they get scalding hot inside. I know how to bite them just the way that it won't squirt in and debilitate me. I have this secret, but none of my family knew. And so I I went and bit into one and went, mmm, like a pizza pocket. I gave them a warning and I watched my sister bite into it and I watched her scream and my dad choke and my whole family almost died. Not quite, but but I was fine. It's truly Machiavelli. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Thank you, I think. So with that, the wheel speeds up again to its terminal velocity as all of our heroes try to regain their grip. Hey folks, your host Derek once again, this time with a quick intermission. But before we get to that, let's thank our beautiful, wonderful, amazing, and immeasurably strong Patreon supporters, Kate, Ben, Sarah, Smoked Toast, Natari Windrider, and The Crit Show. Thank you for helping us cover our costs for things like our website, our hosting fees, as well as our sound libraries, which I used a whole lot of on this episode. If you'd like to join the ranks of these fantastic warriors that definitely have survived the Wheel of Death, please visit patreon.com slash rollingmisadventures, where for as little as $1 a month, you get a shout out. And if you can afford a few bucks more a month, you get bonus content, exclusive merch, and a whole lot more. If you can't help us out that way, the best way possible is to just spread the word. Tell your friends about the show, share it on social media, or just shout our names out as a battle cry the next time you strike down your foes. All of this really does help us out by getting us into more ears and is greatly appreciated. As far as news goes, I have two things to announce. First up, I had a chance to play in a game of We Die Here for International Podcast Month with a handful of other podcasters. It's sort of a Twin Peaks-inspired story, uh, just this weird, bizarre coastal town mystery uh, that'll be released exclusively for IPM on Tuesday, September 3rd. If you want to give it a listen, make sure to visit internationalpodcastmonth.com to uh, subscribe to their feed. The second bit of news that I'm extremely excited to share is that I put together an official panel as part of PAX Online this year. You can join myself, Zach from Cast Junkie, Nikki from Top of the Round, and Kelrick from Experience Points as we host a panel called Improving Your Tabletop Podcast, Learn From Our Mistakes. It'll be airing on their official Channel 2, so PAX 2 on Twitch, on Tuesday, September 15th at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. So it will be a pre-recorded panel. I will be hanging out in the chat, so if you are interested in Anything that we do with this show or kind of how we have improved our presence in the tabletop scene, you definitely want to check that out. Or even if you're just a listener and you want to support us or you just are curious, it's a fantastic conversation. I had a whole lot of fun putting it together and I can't wait for it to air. Honestly, being part of PAX has been a dream of mine since I started podcasting, so It's an honor to be able to put something up in an official capacity there. That's Tuesday, September 15th at 6 p.m. Pacific on PAX 2. I will have a link for it down in the show notes of our next episode when I have more official stuff to share. Uh, Or you can just follow us over on Twitter. I will be posting updates there as well. 
but all of that out of the way, I think it's going to do it for this intermission. So let me go ahead, get out of here, and we'll get back to the story. Let's see, Sean rolled a three and a four. Uh, Russ rolled a four. Megan rolled a two and a three, and I rolled a four. So Megan, as the wheel begins to speed up even faster than before, you start to lose your grip. So the wheel starts spinning faster and Gert loses her grip. The gator skin toga gets caught in like the gears of the wheel. And then like they get like sucked in to like the gears and then they just explode into like a million pieces. (laughs) And so just before, remember Gert as Gert was with amazing rippling packs. And then the rippling pecs are just suddenly everywhere, and you get splattered with them. You get covered in, in go-gurt. <laughs> Stan vomits on everyone as it flings around. Stan, it's gonna be okay! Stan! Draxnor does not like being covered in vomit and blood at the same time. For- Forghog welcomes Gert to the afterlife. <laughs> Welcome, Gert! Now we can just watch them suffer! Dirk, I know I should be really sad that Gert is dead, but I feel like that was my one chance to not die a virgin. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could still, it's this virtual pixelated stuff, man. I don't think there's any virtual. I'm, I'm still holding out hope. Ghost, Ghost Gert makes a, a kind of like, <laughs> motion. I, I couldn't see if that was a thumbs up or, do, or, or down because we're spinning so fast still. <laughs> I'm going to go with a thumbs up. So as the uh, alligator blood mess and vomit all slow down the wheel, the uh, essence of Gert infuse their power into the rest of the warriors. Gogurt, they had a nice Gogurt snack. I feel refreshed like a Gogurt. Oh, you do love your Gogurts. A Gaygurt, I had a Gaygurt. <laughs> So as the wheel slows down, you see the robed figure take his hood off, just wipe this pink slurry from his forehead and his handlebar mustache, uh. replace the hood, shaking his head. Ghost Forghog takes his hood off again. <laughs> <laughs> I do you a courtesy of letting you sit here and watch, and this is how you repay me. To hell with you. Ghost is like, good one. <laughs> We we try to we try to slap ghost hands, but we just go through each other. <laughs> I don't understand why we don't jump off when he slows it down and does the exposition talking to us stuff, Dirk. <laughs> and with that, he pulls the lever without saying another word, and the wheel begins to spin again. Okay, well, there's less people to tell stories now, so I'll probably jump in with another one of my pencil-pushing stories because those those always seem to go over really well. Well, no one ever said that I should be king, but the fact that I am next in line makes me next in line, not that I am the best at anything. I just found myself here. Dark, you work in an accounting office! You're not going to be a king! But maybe someday I'll be a king. Look, this is the way of the future. Not, not people... Like with big strapping muscles like Kurt and Forghog, but people who just, you know, take time to go over the numbers and just make sure all the ba- the books are balanced. It's true. We can take shit better than them. Look at us. We're so small and tiny. We can hold on through it all. They might have a point. We got beat up all the time. Ghost Forghog thinks they're right. You don't have to do that. Gert also dead. 
Gert not doing that shit. Well, you know what? We have a lifetime of fucking being dead. May as well make it fun. Anyways, it reminded me of this one time that I got beat up outside elementary school, and then I... And, and that's my story. It's a good one. I can relate. <laughs> Trackstar find it pathetic that you sat there and took a beating. For I remember when the odds were stacked against me, and I had to fight the evil Cerberus Medusa. That sounds scary. It was like a normal Medusa, but instead of snakes, it was little yappy dogs on atop its head. Aw, so cute. It really was. Instead of attracting possible suitors and entrancing them with her beauty, it was more that they all wanted to pet the fuzzy little pups. Forgog thinks this definitely would have killed him if the death wheel didn't. So as I approached, knowing the one dog's weakness, Draxnar brought a handful of milk bones for the puppies. As I walked up to the Cerberus Medusa, I fed each of those little pups and patted them on the head. Well, that's just a lovely story. See, you don't, it doesn't need to be all death. And you, can, you can just be like, I just took care of these dogs. And then I was a hero because everybody wanted the dogs to be safe. Oh, I absolutely killed her afterwards. Oh, God. Oh, God. I might vomit again. Don't do it, Stan. Hold it together. I'm trying. Okay, I guess it's my turn for story. I'm running out of things. Um, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, so... Uh, Final Fantasy 7, I never bought it, I never played it, I wanted to so bad, so bad, so bad, but I said no, no, I'm gonna hold out, I'm gonna hold out, S 6 was enough, 7 was just gonna be a downhill slide, and I was right, all my friends said, but I still wanna buy it, but I never did, I cancelled my pre-order, I never bought it, <laughs> It's okay Stan, if we make it out of here, not in a digital, virtual death sense, I'll let you borrow it. Yeah. Gert think the remaster was overrated. <laughs> That's what I've heard! <laughs> and as the wheel begins to reach that familiar speed, our warriors attempt to hang on. Oh, God. Stan rolled a six. <laughs> no! Dirk rolled a five, and Drakstar rolled a five. So, Russ, let's go ahead and uh, do one more roll. Roll off. I gotta beat a two. Gotta beat a two. Yeah! Just barely. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. The wheel makes spins faster and faster as Stan continues to hold strong. Dirk and Draxnar both start to lose their grip as it makes one more revolution. Draxnar, his greaves that he was wearing, just the bottom half or just the booty parts of his metal suit of armor being too heavy as he folds in half. You hear a snap of his spine as he rolls off and slams into the wall, seeing his digital pixelated ghost join the other warriors. I'm glad the universe knew what was going to be the most narratively satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you have too much body mass. It's harder to hold on. We're weaklings, but we can hold up because we only weigh 40 pounds each. We're not both weaklings. I'm going to tell a story about you, Dirk. Oh, God. You mentioned when you got beat up in the in the yard at the school. What you didn't say is it was me. I was getting beaten up because everyone, everyone was making fun because I was gay. I came out, but you came out and you stood with me and they beat you up too. And you never told anyone that you were straight. They thought you were gay because you stayed with me and you've been my best friend ever since. I got you, buddy. You know what? I know. If we survive this this weird 
thing that my dad set up to kill all these other barbarians. Probably so that they wouldn't take over his own domain. Like, really? You know what, wizard guy, are you working for my dad? You know, you've always been delusional, but I still love you, Dirk. I love you too, Stan. McMasterson looks over, pulls his hood down. He's like, actually, that that is a way better plan than I could have ever thought of. So, yes, he did hire me. And Trackstar, yeah. Ghost Trackstar is just sitting there. The court is like, fuck, yeah, we should have seen that coming. Gert is conf- Gert's confused, but but also, like, emotionally touched, but but angry. This was a good reveal, and also my heart is warmed. So could you slow it down now? Maybe. The final final test will be a Pete's pocket test. But if not, I think we're doomed, Dirk. But the fine print. Read the fine print. I didn't read it. I just hit accept. That's what everyone does. Never hit accept. It says if the two of us make it, then we just both make it. And McMasterson looks over, now reading the terms of service himself, and says, you know what? We will leave it to one roll off. How about if we roll off against you? Ooh. If either of us get higher, you have to get on the wheel and we get to spin it around. (laughs) You know what? Let's go for it. I like that idea. Oh, God, (laughs) Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So intrigued by this challenge, McMasterson climbs on the wheel with the other warriors and spins all three of them. As they spin, Dirk starts to lose his grip. So, Dirk, do you want to explain what happens to your character? Uh, yeah. After the intense spinning, uh, Dirk, it just, it's, the the rope begins to burn his hands. He's like, not again, not like this. I swung around the tetherball court all the time. They strapped me to it and I couldn't get off, but now, dead one! That's my pixelated ghost crying now. (laughs) Welcome. It's spooky up here. I like it. I like it better with the ooh. And as the wheel slows down with all the pixelated ghosts, they infuse the additional power that they have had from their feats into Stan. Stan leaps off the wheel at full speed and leaps into the spikes. (laughs) And he screams, he screams, I may die a virgin, but I'm going to die a warrior. (laughs) Holy shit. And then I appear as a ghost beside the other ghosts. The first part hurts, huh? You didn't tell me that, everyone. It's a little rough. Hey, you're glowing real funny. Am I? Oh, wow. Um, I just did that because I wanted to know, uh, you know, Gert, if you ever, you know, uh, dated uh, small shrimpy guys. Yeah, Gert, Gert could be of the mind. Yeah. Yes! Dirk high five Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come uh, float this way off with Gert and uh, we'll see what happens. For- Forgog is like, thumbs up. I'll catch you on Mount Olympus after, Dirk. All right, Forgog and Draxner, let's go talk about these sweet clothing lines you've got. I could create a great spreadsheet that'll just make sure everything pops in the afterlife. Draxner could definitely use some middle management for finance. Yeah, that's what I thought. Though we're going to have to do something about this attire. Have you ever thought about cheetah print? Mm. 
What about feathers? Feathers are also an option. Cheetah print feathers. I th- I think we have a I think we have a winning combination here. Let's get uh, my buddy Kanye on the line. He's got a new clothing line coming out. And with that, McMasterson snuffs out the torches with the snap of his fingers as the uh, McMasterson castle will stand tall for another set of warriors at another time. But with that, uh, thank you to our wonderful guests that joined us for this episode. Uh, Let's go ahead. Let them plug their uh, shows one more time. Uh, yes, thank you for listening, everybody. I'm Russ Moore. I'm the DM for Dungeons & Dragons, the GM slash Masters of Ceremonies for Facing Fate, and your DM in dm to gm where we answer your questions and help you feel more comfortable playing games around the table. Hope to see you over there. Thanks for having us, guys. My name is Sean. Uh, I'm the co-creator of Alba Salix, Royal Physician. Uh, I improvise on Civilized, a dark sci-fi comedy uh, podcast. I'm also uh, the GM of The End of Time and Other Bothers. Uh, where we try to save the world and fail miserably. And yeah, I'm the GM part of DM to GM, and we're so grateful to be here. We love this show so much. We enjoy it, and we're we're beyond honored to be here. Thank you. Well, thank thank you both for fucking carrying this episode. <laughs> that was really that was pretty much that was fantastic. Thanks for, for coming on and being way funnier than we are. Oh no, it was a blast. <laughs> And so uh, with that, if you want to check out their shows, we will have links down in our show notes, or you can check out rollingmisadventures.com. We have a guest page there with all of our past guests if you are craving other wonderful content as well. Uh, folks, let's go ahead and get out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Gertz sees you checking out what Gertz been working with. You know, this is Uh, the weirdest torture situation I've ever been a part of. (laughs) I feel like I'm blushing. Gertz slap chop. Oh, 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 I think, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're learning new things about our sexuality on this wheel. This is an interesting way to die. Gertz thinks you should. (laughs) I'm conflicted. It hurt, but I liked it. (laughs) At least you know. It's enlightening. I'm with you, Gert. And so we will go ahead, roll a d6. Oh, no. Uh, how are uh. we supposed to do this with our hands tied to this fucking wheel? <laughs> this is where it all goes bad. <laughs> put it in my mouth. Put the dice in my mouth and I'll spit it at you. <laughs> <laughs>